Hey, welcome back to our Sexy Summer Quickies on the Naked Marriage Podcast. On this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And in this series this summer, we are answering your 12 biggest questions about sex in shorter episode format so that you can, in a quickie, you can learn something new, apply it to your marriage, and hopefully this will encourage you guys. That's right. And today we're going to talk about how to remain both physically and mentally monogamous. And we're going to really talk about the mental monogamy because I think we can all agree, you know, in marriage, it's supposed to be between two people fully committed to one another. And you're not meant to go, you know, have sex, be physical with anyone except your spouse, right? You're totally physically monogamous. But I think a lot of us, we really don't totally pay attention to the mental monogamy. Right. And this this is huge. And this is huge, maybe for reasons you've never thought of. So we're going to have a great conversation about it today. But first, we want to tell you about an important resource. So check this out. Hey, friends. I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. All right. I think this is such an important issue because mental monogamy really ends up affecting if we are being physically monogamous because again, Sex starts in the mind. It's really, it it has everything to do with what we're thinking about, how we're thinking about it. And and if we're not being mentally monogamous, then we most likely will not be physically monogamous. And I think there's this lie that so many of us believe that we will never fall into an affair. Like we just assume like, oh, I love my spouse and my spouse loves me. Like that could never happen to us. But in the work that we do, so many times we will be talking to couples and they always say, I never thought this would happen. I didn't set out to do this. I was just flirting with this person or I was just looking them up on Facebook. I never thought we'd actually connect and end up in a hotel room or even this. We've had couples where they thought that they were helping somebody, like a a spouse of the opposite sex. I was just ministering to that person. And then they end up just falling into an affair with all this regret. And so we want to just tell you about these warning signs and how we can actually and practically stay mentally monogamous. Yeah, it is It is so, so important, guys. Your brain is your most powerful sex organ. It is mm-hmm. not your genitals. It is your brain. And genitals. I'm sorry. But yeah, that's it, just, it is just a fun word. It's a word we don't say enough. An awkward word, perhaps. It is a little awkward. But uh, I, I feel like a middle schooler learning about— I know. About I feel like I'm in biology. Uh, genitals, you know, but— <laughs> 
But the truth is, it, it does all start in the brain. The Bible has a lot to say about this. Yes. Uh, Jesus said to look at someone with lust is th- to commit adultery in your heart. The Bible says, as a person thinks, so they are. That God is wanting us to know that everything begins in our mind mm-hmm. and that it, it matters what happens in your mind. Your thought life matters. And so, th- th- again, that's why the Bible, that God who created your mind and knows how powerful it is and knows how tied it is to your marriage, your life, your very soul— You've got to you've got to take more control over what's happening in there. You've right. got to be the air traffic controller in your mind, allowing which thoughts that they can come in and land, which ones have to take off and leave. And we've got to be intentional about that. And in a we live in a world that kind of perpetuates a lack of mental monogamy. Oh yeah, by saying you can fantasize about whatever you want. Um, mainstream television. You know, a lot of the most popular shows border on pornographic mm-hmm. uh, and, and the gratuitous sex that they show. And I, I'm not just trying to sound like an old stick in the mud, but I'm, I'm talking to, about this as a guy who's had a real past pornography problem. And, I real, and I'm just aware that all around me in plain sight are these triggers that if I'm not careful could lead me back down that very dark road as a gateway drug, so to speak, to yeah. kind of going back into full-fledged pornography where your, your brain can just be completely sabotaged. A lot of you listening right now are into porn. I know that because I know the stats are true. And maybe you're believing the lie that it doesn't matter. It's just entertainment. That's that's a lie. We have whole episodes in books talking about yes. all the research, both biblically and and uh, psychologically of, of why it's so damaging. Uh, but maybe you do know it's wrong and you just feel stuck in it. And there's help and there's hope. You've got to first confess it, admit it, get accountability software on your devices, talk to your spouse about it. Um, this is not the end of your life. This is something you can work through, but you do have to get real about it and move on because porn will sabotage your marriage. And even if porn's not in the picture, those replaying mental fantasies, mm-hmm. um, whether they're real whether they're from your own past, whether they're from pornography, whether it's just something you're conjuring up in your head that doesn't involve your spouse, Mm -hmm. that stuff matters and it is toxic to a marriage and it can lead to a full-fledged affair. But even if it doesn't, it in and of itself is incredibly damaging. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier and junk is sometimes more convenient and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. Right. Well, it's lusting, like you talked about. It's lusting. You know, there's a quote, and I think I may have shared this a long time ago when we first started the podcast, but it's by one of my favorite authors, Lisa Turkhurst. And she says, the mind, the mind feasts on what it focuses on. That's good. And when it comes to sex, I mean, just ask yourself, am I feasting kind of with my eyes on my spouse 
or am I feasting on the neighbor who right now, happens to wear scantily clad clothes while they're running? Mm. <laughs> You're so silly. But you know, like, it, it, I think it's so easy to look someone's way, but staying there with your eyes is really up to us. And we have that power. Like yeah. I know as, as human beings, we are drawn to skin. We're drawn to beautiful things and that's okay. I mean, it's okay for someone to catch your eye, but don't let your eyes stay there, okay? Because then you're feasting, right? Yeah. And you're and yeah. then you're gonna be focused on that. And what it causes is two things. It causes first that lust, but then secondly, it causes you to maybe be disillusioned with the the beautiful and amazing person you have that God has given you, your, your spouse. And so you're really knocked off your game when it comes to being fully committed in every way, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually to your spouse. And God wants us to be committed in every way to our spouse. And so we can't allow our eyes to get lost in this feasting, this quest of feasting. And I do think it's so easy. You know, we, we've talked to a lot of couples where, especially when it comes to guys who are super visual. And I'm not saying ladies that we can't have a problem with this too. And especially, I just want to say this real quick. You know, I think so many times we come, we come down hard on men. We're like, men are visual. Don't look at that person. Don't look at porn. Don't, don't look at these things because you're visual and it's going to take you down that road. But we have something in our culture where we've made this exception for women and you see it in movies and you see it in shows like women hooting and hollering. I sound like such a Kentuckian right now. I am <laughs> so sorry. And I am. I'm sorry. It's my Hooting and hollering. <laughs> we are in Texas too, right? Like, okay. Um, but you know what I mean? Like making these, like, like, we would just die if it was a man doing it to a woman and we would recognize that's wrong. But we kind of glorify this for women doing this to men. Yeah. and act like it's not a big deal and it's just as or wrong. Or as if it's like empowering somehow. I mean, for, that's ridiculous. It, that it, is such a double standard. It really, really is. Yeah, you know, I think, go. yeah, it, it is. And I, you know, I, I give a don't lot of specific examples. <laughs> don't go hooting and hollering at some <laughs> half-naked man. I don't think I've said that in years. I know, I, you need to say it more often. Oh, you need to bring goodness. that back. So we just, all of us, men and women, lust is not a gender-specific issue. Exactly. Um, we've all got to be careful about where our eyes go and where our minds go and we need to give all of that focus and attention to our spouse and never get never start comparing our spouse to other people. I wish my spouse, you know, looked looked more like that or you right. know, I think that that's one of the things that can lead to an actual affair is when you're playing this kind of twisted comparison game in your head. Oh, it's horrible. Making your spouse uh, be ranked against other people. That's that in itself is an act of infidelity. And mm -hmm. so here are a couple of quick warning signs um, if that you could be heading, you could be susceptible to uh, to an affair. And I think Absolutely. one of them is where your eyes are going. If you if you're justifying getting sexual gratification in your mind um, through fantasies that are not rooted to your spouse, if there is a specific person um, in your life or at your job where you're putting yourself in position to be around him or her more than you need to be, uh, looking for opportunities to talk to that person. You're think, dressing for that yo, person. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, I hope he or she notices mm -hmm. this. Um, you know, that's so dangerous. It's toxic, guys. We, we have, we've just got to be so mindful of the boundaries that we're placing to make sure that we're not just married at home. We're married everywhere we go, online, right. at work, um, everywhere we go. We want our eyes, our bodies, our thoughts to remain married and monogamous, which means exclusively connected mm -hmm. to, to our spouse. And I would say too, you mentioned online, I think even looking up old flames online, dangerous, oh, yeah. Yeah. dangerous territory. And you can tell yourself, well, I'm just curious what they're doing. I mean, I'm not really, 
you know, trying to form a relationship with them again. I can't tell you how many people we've talked to over the years where that's literally what they what they told themselves and then they reconnected and then they end up meeting and it just leads to somewhere bad. I mean, a lot of times to an affair, but if at, at, at least an emotional affair, which is still just as damaging to a marriage. And so yeah. we've got to be so careful because it does often start very innocently. I mean, I think that we do, you know, maybe it is just curiosity, but but you can't allow that to lead you to do all these other things and and, and just become mentally having an affair. You're just not not being faithful. And so be so, so careful where your mind goes and and the actions that follow. Yeah, that is that is so so true. Just guys, don't don't even don't play with fire because you we, we tend to get you burned. Get burned. Guys, listen, that's it for today on this quickie, but we really appreciate you listening. So bottom line, don't keep secrets from your spouse. Be honest, be transparent, watch where your eyes are going and be committed Uh, mind, body, and soul completely to your spouse. That's going to help you have the best marriage and the best sex life imaginable. And so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for leaving reviews. Thank you for looking us up, Dave and Ashley Willis on uh, social media. We Mm -hmm. love and appreciate you guys. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. That's right. Bye, guys. 